Tapes today on Broadway for Thursday, August 2nd, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, as we were just discussing before we started recording today is a, uh, or yesterday, whatever, the day I am currently talking in uh, has been a rough one for us Ohio State fans. It's uh, one of those things where you, uh, despite all of the enjoyment you get out of something at some point, you have to come to the realization um, that you have... Um, you know, have this crippling guilt that you've invested years of emotional energy into a system and a product that values toxic self-preservation over all else. Um, hence college football. So uh, go Bucks. We'll uh, have games in a month and I'm sure nobody in the world will care about what happened on Wednesday. <laughs> Training camp start when? Uh, Ohio State football camp starts on Saturday. Uh, it's pretty soon. Yes, it is. All right. Uh, first up in the Broadway news. <laughs> <laughs> Off-Broadway, technically, actually. Off-Broadway, actually. Uh, more cast members joined Stocker Channing in Apologia Off-Broadway. Did we decide that? Is it Apologia or Apology? Uh, apolog- I don't know. That's, I, I hate words. Um, but yeah. It's like uh, Apollonia, like the uh, rock yeah. group from the 80s, you know. Yeah. Um, or uh, uh, who was a dancer and a co-star of Prince? Uh, Apollonia. Apollonia. Apollonia, yeah. Apologia or Apologia, whatever. Anyway, yesterday, the Roundabout Theater Company announced that stage and screen star Hugh Dancy and uh, former CSI Miami star uh, Megalyn Achukawoki, Talon Monahan, uh, Monahan, and John Tillinger would be joining Stockard Channing in the aforementioned Broadway play, or off-Broadway play, whose name I will not mention. It is the off-Broadway premiere from Alexi K. Campbell. It begins this fall. The show is scheduled to run from September 27th through December 16th at the Laura Pels Theater. And Dancy, of course, is the biggest name of that group other than Stockard Channing. Uh, he is known to theater fans for playing Thomas and Venus and Fur both on and off Broadway. And to TV fans, he played Will Graham in the criminally, pun intended, underappreciated TV hmm. adaptation of Hannibal. Whoa, such a creative show. I don't usually like blood, but man, did Brian Singer, is that who it was? Brian Singer made that stuff look good. But um, the I first became aware of Achukawoki as the president of or the daughter of President David Palmer in the early seasons of 24. But she has had dozens of TV and movie roles since, including that 70s show, the 4400 CSI Miami, the new 90210 House of Lies and more. She's going to be playing Kevin Hart's fiance in the movie uh, Night School coming out this fall. Interestingly enough. Both Dancy and Achukawoki are um, the partners to probably bigger name stars. Uh, Hugh Dancy is, of course, married to Claire Danes, and Achukawoki is the longtime partner of one Chris Rock, also a Broadway vet. Now, James, this is a show that got a lot of praise when it played in London last season. So I'm I'm actually really glad that it's coming to Roundabout because compared to a lot of the other not pro- not for profit companies, whether they're you know they have all uh, they have Broadway uh, shows or not. Roundabout seems to have their off Broadway shows run a lot longer, even before extensions. Like Skin Tight is running a lot longer than most regular off Broadway shows do, and obviously that has to do with the Dina Menzel being in it, and this one has to do with Stockard Channing. But it's running for a good long time, uh, you know, a good four months, and that's uh, unusual. So I'm I'm really excited that a lot of people are going to be able to get to see this show uh, when it is playing in New York. You know, I have to imagine that uh, uh, if they sold every single ticket in the theater at face value, they still wouldn't cover their costs here. 
you know, but they have a different model. Yeah, no, it's dialing for dollars. Absolutely. You know, uh, in most of the nonprofit theaters, the ticket price, uh, does not cover, you know, uh, uh all of the costs sure. involved with it and there and nonprofit for it, that there's a reason that it's called nonprofit. So, uh, this is, and also- that's yeah. And that's probably even more true outside of New York than it is in New York too. I would imagine. Sure. Yeah. But this is uh, amazing that they can pull this type of cast together for uh, for a show like this. And uh, bravo to Roundabout Theatre Company. All right. Uh, next up, national tours begin announcing their casts. Yeah. Yesterday when I was alone, James, I talked about how excited I was for the really solid um, theater-hardy cast for Come From Away. Um we didn't get the exact same thing uh, in these two casting announcements, but still a really interesting cast. Yesterday, two shows announced their leads uh, and one announced their full cast. First, we heard from Miss Saigon, which will begin its its tour in Providence, Rhode Island on September 21st. The tour will be led by Emily Bautista as Kim, uh, Red Concepcion as the engineer, and Anthony Festa as Chris. When I saw Miss Saigon on Broadway last fall, I actually saw Bautista playing Kim, uh, to, uh, subbing in for Eva Noblezada. Uh, she was quite good. I, I enjoyed her, so I recommend her. Concepcion is actually um, going to be coming to the U.S. tour directly from the U.K. tour as the engineer. Um, they will also be joined by Stacey Bono, who I saw um, as the beggar woman in Pirelli and Sweeney Todd off Broadway, and she was fantastic. So I'm really excited about that. She'll be playing Ellen. Jay Daughter will be playing John. Jin Woo Jung will be playing Tui. And Christine Bunwan uh, will be playing Gigi. We will have the complete casting announcement in the show notes at broadwayradio.com. Now, the other tour that announced some of its casting um, it was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We learned on Wednesday that Noah Weisberg will be playing the mercurial chocolatier Willy Wonka when the tour launches from Buffalo, also on September 21st. What's interesting about this, James, is that Weisberg played Aaron Schultz in the original Broadway cast of Legally Blonde. Uh, he won a Fulbright and a Rhodes, that, that line in that song. Um, but in addition to playing Aaron Schultz, he also understudied the male lead, who was... Christian Borle, who originated the role of Willy Wonka on Broadway. So he's kind of following the Borle trajectory uh, very much so with these roles. So I guess that all kind of makes sense. He will be uh, joined by Henry Beauchart, Colin Jeffrey, and Ruby Wood. Uh, they will be alternating the role of Charlie Bucket. No word yet, James, on which adults will be playing children that eventually get murdered by Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka nor who will be playing their parents who just stand idly by and watch. <laughs> Okay. I mean, Excellent. I, I mean, if a squirrel ate my child or pulled my child apart or whatever it does, I would mm. probably uh, yeah. put my foot down. Not that I have children or will ever have children or ever want to have children, but I would imagine that was how I would deal with it. I, I'm pretty sure that that's a normal reaction. Sure. All right. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have highlights from uh, Shakespeare in the Park's Twelfth Night. Yeah, what's really interesting about this, as we've talked about before, uh, I I mentioned the reviews on yesterday's show, fantastic reviews. But when you go, you actually see slightly different cast, not even slightly. The main equity members of the cast, uh, Nikki M. James, Andrew Kober, Shana Taub, Shuler Shuler Hensley, Atel Blankenson Wood, and a few others, they're going to be in both casts. However, they will be supported by a number of uh, arts groups from around the five boroughs, and they're divided up into a red cast and a blue cast. 
Fortunately, the public theater yesterday released footage for both the red cast and the blue cast. Some of it's the same, but they have different songs in each sets of B-roll. So it was really cool to be able to see both of them. Um, This is a show that uh, is a little different from what we normally see at Shakespeare in the Park, but it's getting so much love. And I think that this is going to be something that is going to be very, very popular outside side of just the public theaters, you know, kind of domain. I have a feeling that the way that they've done this show, it will penetrate into the markets outside the country. And it seems just like from these videos, like so much fun. Yeah. And uh, just, I, I can't believe how exciting these reviews are for uh, 12th yeah, yeah, It just over, over the moon, over the moon reviews. So uh, I'm very excited to see it. I see it in, uh, two weeks or so or something like that, right at the very end of the, of the yeah. Uh, thing. Yeah, it runs through August 19th. So as I said yesterday, get your tickets sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, okay, Matt, what other news do we have? Okay. So, James, I feel like just in the community or even here on the show, we throw around the word legend and legendary quite a bit in polite conversation, but it is fully deserved here when I say that earlier this week we learned that the legendary multi-Emmy winning Christopher Lloyd, yes, Doc Brown himself, will play Ezra Pound in the off-Broadway play Pound for a limited 16-performance run at the Lion Theater from October 4th through 28th. Great Scott indeed. Of course, he uh, won many uh, Emmy Awards for the TV show Taxi, Drama Desk uh, winner uh, as well. So uh, really excited about that. And then from one Emmy winner to another, next, yesterday it was announced that Renee Taylor's My Life on a Diet has extended its run at the theater at St. Clement's by an extra two weeks and will now play through September 2nd. Now, looking from September ahead into October, yesterday, Mean Girls, the musical announced that on the federal holiday known as Mean Girls Day, October 3rd, the show will have a special fan only performance that will be free. And the only way that you can get in is by winning a special lottery. They are currently accepting entries now and will be doing so through next Tuesday at 1159 p.m. New York time. Members of the creative team will also be at the performance and more Mean Girls Day activities at the theater in New York City and around the country will be announced soon. Could be an interesting day to announce some sort of national tour. Don't know if they're going to do that, um, but but could be. Uh, next up at today's Broadway in Bryant Park, you are going to be getting a whole lot of Disney on Broadway as the cast of The Lion King, Aladdin and Frozen will perform. The concert runs from 1230 to 130 p.m. But if you can't get over to Bryant Park, head over to Broadway World's Instagram where we will be taking you behind the scenes all day. And finally, the gift that is following Catherine McPhee on Twitter has paid me in spades again because yesterday she tweeted, quote, any woman of any age could play the role of Elphaba in the new Wicked movie thanks to the green makeup. And I believe that color looks great on me. In this essay, I plan to. And then she runs out of space. Uh, <laughs> so funny. Very good uh, using the the running out of space meme very well there. If you follow me on Twitter, which you should, at Matt, you know that I am here for this. Uh my coworker Alan Henry and I have long debated who should be playing uh, this role in the role of Glenda in the movie. Uh, while I cannot imagine this particular casting duo happening, I would totally be fine with a smash repairing, smash reunion of Catherine McPhee as Elphaba and Megan Hilty returning to the role of Glenda. Don't think that's going to happen, but I, you know, it, it's interesting, James, and 
when you talk about movie musicals, you open the casting up to a lot of different levels of talent, but probably narrow it in terms of star power for something like this. I don't know that Catherine McPhee has the star power for this to do it in the movie. I don't know that she has the voice to do the, the role on Broadway, but I think she definitely has the voice to do it on film, which is a completely different thing. I mean, when you think about um, Into the Woods, Emily Blunt's never going to get cast on her talent as the baker's wife in a Broadway revival of Into the Woods. Now, maybe because of how big of a star she is, she could. But when I saw the movie, I thought she was fine, a little more popish than I would like, but she was good. You make allowances in the movies. So I don't know that Catherine McPhee's a big enough star to do this, but I I would be totally into it if she did get that role. That it, that sounds really great, but it's true. I, I think the realities of the, of the f- finances of making a movie is that they're going to need to or they think they're they're going to need to. I'm trying to think of, uh, you know, what's the last big blockbuster movie that didn't have a big star in it? Can you think of? <sighs> I, I mean, it depends on what you mean by a big star. Um, you know, the biggest movie in the history of movies, Avatar, didn't really have any big That's stars true. in it. The you director. know, I mean... But, <laughs> yeah, the director and some of the people were I mean, Sigourney Weaver was in it, but, you know, she's not driving billions of dollars of sales. Although I argue to this day that the real star of that movie was the fact that James Cameron was able to develop the technology to shoot that. And it was coming right into the time when 3D movies were starting to become popular. And it rode a wave that that people wanted to see this new visual technology. And that's why it was so successful. What's funny is they've got about 19 different sequels planned for this. And I don't know anybody that cares other than my brother who's seen the original Avatar <laughs> 30 times. I don't know that anybody cares. I don't think that this is not a Star Wars type thing. I think the star of Avatar was the technology behind Avatar. But this makes absolutely this doesn't no one cares about what I'm talking about, but uh, a completely different <laughs> podcast. But but yeah, I, there's not many. You're right, especially when it comes to musicals. All right, Matt. Uh, so on that note, why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Thursday with us. And Matt's going to take you into the weekend because I'm seeing Head Over the Heels. So uh, I'll talk to you on Sunday on This Week on Broadway. You're going to have a little mini vacation. If I knew any of the other words, vacations all I ever wanted. Vacations.